Good evening, Ashland Cup. This is the Nate Gate, and I am joined, as always, by the King himself, King Koopa. What's happening, man? Not much. How are you doing? I'm I I am fully recovered. I am well rested. Uh, I got some sunshine today. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a hundred percent better than the last time I saw you. Uh, I agree. I think that was a quiet card ride down from. Uh, or back up from Charlotte. I mean, what a great draft. Uh, for those that don't know, we had the uh, Ashland Cup draft this past weekend in the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. Tremendous. It was a great time. Uh, great to see everybody in person. I mean, that that's what fantasy football is all about. You know, it's it it's fun to like talk trash. It's fun to get into football. But for me, it's all about seeing seeing friends and and just having a good time. Oh, we definitely had a good time. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I got to first say one, one thing first. I'm going to just say thank you, Drill, for organizing that. You did a tremendous job. Shout out uh, for me, Nate Gate, and the rest of the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, he's our local charlatan, as I believe they like to be called, and uh, he did an excellent job putting on an excellent draft weekend. Ah, uh, yes. And this draft – uh, well, this pod and this past draft was sponsored and brought to you by oh, Davidson cool. Reserve. Oh, man. And tell me what I'm holding here. It's a little empty because we it was too good to uh, save for the show. But uh, tell us a little bit about what I'm holding up here. Uh, LTD uh, described it as a, a four grain uh, rye whiskey, I believe. I will say this, uh, and, and no smoke. This is one of the better uh, whiskeys I've had, uh, period. <laughs> I think most of that was drank by me. <laughs> that is uh, high praise indeed coming from the king, uh, the bourbon aficionado that he is. And uh, I will second that. It's one of the best I've had. Really delicious. So shout out to Pennington Distillery, longtime sponsors of the show. Thanks for the drinks. And uh, LTD, you the man. Definitely. Thank you for that. What's this here? <clears throat> Some hardware. Little, uh, don't worry about that thing there. But all you got to know is uh, Nate Gate is the uh, the Burns Bowl champ. Uh, in many leagues, this is what you guys are playing for. We we play on another level, which the King will break down for you. But I'm happy to bring home a little hardware from Charlotte. No, uh, it's always good to have someone new on the uh, on the old trophies. Uh, we got a couple of them. Uh, uh, that's the Burns Bowl that is given to the person that uh, wins the playoffs. Uh, and that's a tremendous run uh, Nate Gate had. Um, the big trophy, though, is the Ashen Cup. And that is given to the person with the cumulative points at the year end. Yeah, we, we, we just go straight points, homie. Oh, I, I, what else is there? <laughs> that's right. So, uh, and this year's, uh, so I beat the Ashland Cup winner to get that, uh, LTD. Uh, this is apparently the LTD Prey show, but uh, he's done a lot to get uh, hyped up about. So, uh, nice job, LTD, winning the cup. All right. So, we have got, we've got too much to talk about. We're not going to cover it all in this show. I'm sure we'll have at least one more pod before the season starts. But uh, we wanted to break down a couple things, starting with a conversation you and I had on the car ride back. Uh, yes, actually, um, talking about how different leagues are and um, how they're all organized and everything, uh, we actually had a discussion about an auction draft. I know I'm not trying to 
start anything the Ashen Cup rumor mill, but uh, it was very interesting, actually. Uh, I was just kind of talking with Nate, uh, Nate Gate and p- picking his brain and uh, basically kind of seeing, because uh, I believe he just got done doing an auction draft not too long ago himself. And I kind of wanted to learn a little bit more and uh, kind of see how he went about and uh, attacked the auction draft, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Auction is, uh, you know, up and coming format. Uh, it's a, a completely different strategy. You know, when you're when you're playing the, the, the snake draft like we've been doing, uh, it's all about figuring out what's the wisest pick to pick now, knowing you don't get to pick for a certain amount of time and trying to leverage that uh, that guess of what your opponents are going to do in between your current pick and your next pick. You know, when with the auction, it's all about how much do I need to keep in my budget when I'm trying to bid for a certain player? Uh, so everybody starts out with, usually it's a $200 budget. That's just play money. It's not like you have to pay 200 bucks to have a $200 budget, but that's what you're working with and that's what you're bidding from. And and as you win players and, and your winning bid is taken out of that budget, you go to a smaller and smaller minimum bid that you have left to bid on players. Wow, that's interesting. Um, well, one question I do have, uh, how do you know uh, what player comes up? Um, you know, yeah. if you can explain that. Yeah, so that's probably the the most uh, – f- uh, one of the biggest strategy elements of auction drafts. So uh, the dumbest thing you can do early in the draft is uh, bring up that sleeper pick that you're hoping to get a good value on. Uh, in the beginning of the draft, prices tend to be a little bit inflated, and so you want to actually uh, bring people to auction that you don't want to spend their market value on. You want other people to spend too much on that player you didn't want anyway. Uh, so if let's say I wasn't high on Nick Chubb this year, I'd, I'd throw him out there and hope everybody else was excited about him and spend too much on him and save me some money for somebody like Zeke or Aaron Jones. Oh, okay. Um well, let me ask you this. I know uh, this past draft, uh, you did a live auction draft, uh, which seems like it would be pretty fun. Um, and But in previous years, you uh, mentioned you did uh, online auction drafts. Uh, can you kind of tell the difference between the two, if there were any? Uh, how did that kind of – how did live versus uh, online play into effect? Yeah, online. Uh, you know, online's interesting. So you're you're bidding on literally every player. You're you're you know hitting that plus sign anytime you want to spend a little more than the last person that bid on a player. And uh, the computer app, you know, ESPN Sleeper, whatever, is keeping track of of uh, everybody's bids. And then there's a 10 second countdown if there's no bids. And after 10 seconds, boom, that player, whoever bid the highest, gets them right. So very simple. Uh, but very like intuitive. So if I'm on the computer, you know, that, that whole screen is occupied with me bidding. Um, maybe I do dual screen. And so I'm looking at some research on one or another, but it makes it a little hard to be interactive uh, versus uh, a draft where you only got to interact with the drafts, you know, once around. Right. Um, we did pull off some sort of zoom or group call. I can't remember how we did it one time and that kind of made it a little interesting, but it was very like, I'm just stuck on the screen and it was also it's still long like auction is guaranteed to be longer than your normal draft we did a live auction this year we got an auctioneer who knew nothing at all about football or fantasy football 
And uh, while that could be a complete disaster, he did do enough research to kind of get the ins and outs of how to uh, he, he's very much into uh, buying and selling of things. Uh, he's an eBay, eBay uh, king. Uh, I believe he's in the top half percent of all eBay sellers. So he knows a little bit about auctions. So uh, so he was all about uh, just running the. Uh, the auction, but then his comments about the football player shows like zero. He knew zero about football, so that kind of made it fun. But if you think uh, our draft was long at three hours, our auction draft was over four hours, man. So it's it's a long haul. You got to kind of stay focused throughout and make sure you're picking up on runs on value. Well, Nate, uh, you know I appreciate this insight. I think uh, you know for the listeners out there, you picked up and learned a little bit tonight about auction drafts and. Who knows? Maybe that whole topic, you know, comes back around. Maybe not for the Ashen Cup. Maybe we do. Maybe there's a side league. I don't know. I mean, there's always been talk of a B league for the Ashen Cup. An auction draft for the B league would be kind of fun. That would that would separate the uh, the the uh, the sharks from the minnows pretty quick. So uh, yeah, I'm all for auction for the B league. Uh, yeah. For one thing, I feel like I'd get out of it if I ever had a bad year and got kicked down the B League. I'd I'd get back up pretty quick. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, moving on, let's talk fantasy news. And we got some headlines. We got uh, some headlines as soon as the draft was over, man, didn't we? Uh yes, we did actually. And and let's just dive deep into the to the big hard hitter, J.K. Dobbins. Ugh. Down and out, out for the year. Oh, oh, I, you know, uh, my heart goes out to Oracle. Uh, I really liked his draft overall. Uh, and and this it's definitely is going to make it a little bit tougher on him, that's for certain. Yeah, that was rough. He, uh, he had a great draft and, uh, good for him. He, he drafted depth, so I think he'll be okay. Uh, he probably wishes he had picked up one more running back now that uh, Dobbins is down or maybe gotten his uh, backup. But, I mean, let's be honest, who would ever get Dobbins' backup, you know? Oh, yeah. I do have I – mean, I don't know. I don't know who, who would. We might discuss that later. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, let's, let's talk about some other injuries that have happened. Oh, I, before do I have a I have a funny uh, or not so funny J.K. Dobbins story? Uh, as is well established on this podcast, we hate Yahoo. Yahoo is trash, and uh, Yahoo did not update uh, J.K. Dobbins uh, for drafts even after 24 hours from the news breaking. Uh, so uh, I observed this in two drafts I was in. And I, uh, one of them was my son's draft. And I was like, whatever you do, do not draft him. Make sure you always have somebody in queue so you don't accidentally draft him. Um, but, uh, my, my boss had a, had a, uh, uh, draft yesterday online and, uh, he had to step out. Um, and when he came back, he had JK Dobbins. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's messed up. And he, he was, he was not happy about it at all. So uh, I'm, I'm sure he, I'm sure that's going to be a story you're going to hear all around the fantasy universe of, uh, people that were forced to get JK Dobbins by Yahoo. So once again, Yahoo sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, Yahoo's a whole nother discussion, but I don't know why J.K. Dobbins is even playing uh, then. But um, let's move on. Uh, some other injuries that have happened. Um, Trey Lance is actually out for the week, which for a week, which might not seem that very significant. But when you're in a QB 
uh, battle with Jimmy Garoppolo, a week could be significant. Um, if, you know, the 49ers decide to go with Garoppolo, a fully healthy Garoppolo, uh, he might be able to solidify that position for himself and, and move forward uh, without having to worry about starting Trey Lance for the 49ers. Uh, anybody out there drafted Trey Lance, they might want to monitor the situation closely. Yeah, absolutely, and and I do think that that this does mean uh, that Garoppolo starts Week One. I, I think that mm-hmm. was up in the air, uh, but yeah, this this locks it down. Garoppolo is going to start at least Week One, uh, but I mean we've seen plenty of great quarterbacks come back from this type of injury, so uh, yeah. I don't think Lance is done for the year. But certainly he's not going to start. Well, almost certainly he's not going to start Week One. Oh yeah. And uh, Irv Smith, actually, uh, is it torn meniscus? Is that correct? Yeah, he's getting surgery on his meniscus. That I, I don't see how that's not like season ending, but they're talking about like he's going to be out for weeks. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, meniscus is like your knee, right? I mean, you kind of oh, yeah. have to play football. I mean, I mean, we're no doctors, but we know that's not good. And um, that's sad because, like, Irv Smith was, like, my sleeper tight end this season. Um, I really liked him. Um, I thought he was going to have a really good year in that offense, being a little bit more of an athletic tight end than uh, Kyle Rudolph to see what he could do. Yeah, yeah. Irv Smith was, like, if you missed out on, you know, the Hawkinsons and the mm-hmm. that last tier of, like, decent run, wide uh, tight out tight ends, you know, I was thinking bigger. So, uh, yeah, that stinks. Ah, and then uh, T.Y. Hilton seems to be out. Uh, looks like we have a neck injury of some sort. Yeah, yeah they're talking discs, back, neck. He, uh, he might not play anymore. I'm just saying. I mean, like, that's some serious stuff right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, football players, you know, the shelf life on their uh, careers aren't aren't very high and a major injury could, you know, end it really quick. That's right. So, yeah, I, that was some uh, some rough, uh, rough weekend. Uh, obviously, Dobbins is the biggest one. And uh, yeah, we're all re- recalibrating. Uh, it seems like everybody wants to get on the Gus bus now, right? Whew. Oh, my gosh. Uh such a such a sexy bus that is. <laughs> Gus Edwards running back for the uh, for the Ravens is uh, the replacement, so uh, he should slide in. I mean, he did that last year, so uh, he should get some some decent points. I mean, it's a run heavy team. It's got potential, so I mean, I don't hate Gus Edwards. Uh, I think I got my son to pick him up in his league, uh, but. I wasn't excited about Dobbins. I'm definitely not excited about Gus Edwards. I'll say that. Yeah, my theory on Gus Edwards, uh, I think he'll be fantasy relevant for the first couple weeks of the season. Um, I think the the Ravens are going to end up going in another direction, whether it's a back that's already on the team, like a, I think Justice Hill or something like that may step in, or they bring someone else in. I just don't see Gus being the uh, season-long answer to the, the Ravens' backfield. I agree. I agree. Well, Nate, I think uh, I think it's time to dive into the draft a little bit. If uh, if you, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, no. And and we we decided we were gonna we're gonna keep this simple. We're not gonna make this a two hour podcast. We're gonna we're gonna do two things. One, we're gonna say what player we like and dislike from mm-hmm. each team, and then we're gonna give them a grade. 
I took the liberty of of picking the players. And I think you took the liberty of grading. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, but I mean, definitely throw in a grade. I might uh, throw in a player that I like or dislike if uh, if I disagree. <laughs> nice, nice, perfect. All right, let's do it. So, uh, let's start with the Oracle. He had the first pick in the draft. He did the right thing and picked Christian McCaffrey. Um, so mm-hmm. he was on a roll. Uh, I liked his draft. Uh, so I, you know, the the only negative I was going to point out was J.K. Dobbins, and that wasn't even his fault. Uh, and I was going to say his like his value or good pick. I'm not going to give you credit for Christian McCaffrey. That was just the right pick. But uh, I like Raheem Mustard in the seventh round, man. I mean, starting running back for the 49ers, whoever's the healthy running back on the 49ers scores points. So uh, I love that pick. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a great selection. Um, I might uh, go with Logan Thomas, actually. Um, Ooh, okay. I- I think he's a good value tight end. Um, I mean, tight ends, let's face it, uh, um, you know, once you get past the big name three, it's kind of like crossing fingers a little bit. But I think Logan Thomas, I mean, he has a shot at being a top five tight end. So I like that pick. Yeah, yeah. What what grade do you give Oracle? Uh, I'm going B minus. And you know what? If we had done this right after the draft, like immediately after, I might have gone up to an A minus. But with J.K. Dobbins hurt, um, I got to drop him down a letter letter grade. Oh, that's that's tough. I, I I'm gonna keep him at a I I'm gonna keep him at an A man because uh, it's not his fault that he got hurt afterwards. So, yeah. but but I like your logic too. Yeah. All who's right. The pick? Who's who's the second pick? Oh, that'd be the king himself. Oh. All right, all right. So King Koopa. Uh, I told you at the draft. I, I knew you were going to pick this guy in the fourth round, and you 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 did not pull the trigger. You you figured Oracle wasn't going to grab him from you, and you were right. Uh, Kyle Pitts. You'd been talking about him all off season. We all knew you wanted him, and you got him uh, fifth round. You didn't overspend for him, so love that pickup. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know what you are thinking grabbing Malcolm Brown in 11. Like, if you grab Malcolm Brown in the 17th, I would have still given you a red mark for that. Why, why can't you stay away from Malcolm Brown? Uh, well, this year, I'm not going to spend $100 on Malcolm <laughs> Brown. <laughs> I guarantee you guys that. Um, I will say I'm going to defend the pick a little bit. Um th- just, I mean, not that I'm a Dolphins fan. I don't, uh, you know, I don't know the ins and outs. But Malcolm Brown has is certifiably the backup in at Miami. Uh, has actually gotten some burn at the number one running back position. But uh, Miles Gaskins, the number one listed number one running back, I just don't trust. I think yeah. he's. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to help you out. I was like, all you got to say is the starting running back is Miles Gaskin. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I hear you. But I'm still going to pick on Malcolm Brown. Feel free. I, I was kind of like, gosh, I, I should be made fun of mercilessly for that pick. Um, but the actually, the I will say this. The one pick I was kind of, when I said it, I was really shaking my head on. Yeah. It wasn't Malcolm Brown. It was actually Rob Gronkowski. I oh know. yeah, that was trash too. But you got him in the fifteenth round. I mean, go for it, man. You could be right. It, I guarantee he's going to score better than somebody else. Not 
not even more than Irv Smith. Uh, I mean, I, I guarantee you there's somebody else that, uh, tight end drafted that Rob Gronkowski will score more than he. I mean, Gronk might be on that that vegetable diet now, man. He seems to be, have that found the use just like Tom Brady now. Uh, maybe he just needed a year to knock the rust off. Let's hope. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can always trade him to sleeper. We'll get into that later, but he's probably looking at him right now. Hmm. Well, let's uh, move on to the third pick. That'd be a uh, first and goal. Uh, tell me, Nate, uh, who who did you like and not like? I I mean, I um I was just really jealous of the uh, you know like Clyde Edwards in the third man. I mean, uh, a lot of times he was going to second. Uh, I know he's got a little bit of an injury, but uh, I feel like we're all forgetting that he's the starting running back for the best offense in football and um he's a good running back uh i was kind of hoping that i'd get lucky i did not um so but i shouldn't have i mean there's no way he was getting back to me so i i like the clyde pick and then the the one i didn't was jarvis landry period but in the eighth especially like mm. I, I feel like he's past his his time and uh i just don't think that he's going to be the top option in Cleveland or even top two. So uh, I didn't like the Jarvis Landry pick. What about you? Uh, oh, I'm going to actually say uh, the Clyde Edwards Lair pick. I agree with you. Uh, I will say, I'll mention a shout out to Cooper cup in the fourth. Sure. I think yeah. uh, uh, for a number for your number two receiver, that's pretty solid actually uh, yep. with Stafford. There's, there's a big upside there. Um, as far as like the worst pick, I probably could have, I mean, we only are – we're going to try to limit this podcast, so I'm not going to go <laughs> pick too many guys. But uh, Jarvis Landry, uh, I agree. That's not that great of a pick. Um, I don't really care for Henry Ruggs either. Uh, I thought about Ruggs. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can keep going. But uh, <laughs> I actually, uh, I mean, gave first and goal – a. B minus on this draft. Uh, there were some picks. Uh, I think like I think uh, Dalvin Cook and Russell Wilson will keep him competitive. Uh, his two receivers, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, will be in there. Clyde edwards hilaire Those are all you know uh, solid picks. But to me, like pretty much in the sixth round, the down the wheels fell off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have picked Jamar Chase too. I feel like he's he's overdrafted as well. But uh, mm-hmm. then I saw Jarvis Landry, I was like, what in the world? Yeah, <laughs> he's got a great top, and he's going to win some. I think he's going to win a week or two. Uh, oh. But uh, but yeah, the depth, uh, he might have some problems. Yeah. So uh, next one, who we got? We got fourth pick. Who's a who's a man? Oh right. man. Let's go. The worst pick was easy. I I nearly threw some at him when he picked Mike Davis in the third <laughs> round. So, so we go from Clyde Edwards Hilaire to Mike Davis. What in the world? I I uh, that's all I got to say. Um, I I did. I think Michael Pittman in the eighth. So he's kind of the inverse of first and goal. So in the eighth round, I think he got value. Uh, Michael Pittman. We just talked about T. Y. Hilton being out. You got you got the wide receiver one for um for the Colts probably so uh, good I agree that is a, that is a solid pick Pittman could probably blow up this year actually uh, and uh, as far as I one hundred percent might agree with you on Mike Davis no one should argue that 
That was the worst pick of the entire draft, and that was talked about ad nauseum for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> what grade did you give him? I gave him a W, uh, as in, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, next up we got the Grizz, man. Uh, so I was super jealous of his fifth-round pick, Tyler Lockett. Uh, that was the time to pick him up. I think he's going to just score hand over fist points, and uh, I'm really jealous. Mm. On the other hand, I'm not jealous of him picking up Sony Michelle in the eighth. Uh, I, I don't get that. I mean, Ra- the Rams running backs are starting to turn into New England running backs, and we're going to talk about one I like and you don't in a minute. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can attest more than anybody how frustrating it is to figure out who is going to actually score points for the Rams and the running back position. Yeah, the the Rams backfield is kind of a giant question mark. Yeah. Um, You know what? Like a lot of what you said, I agree with. I think, I think starting from the top, I mean, with Kamar, DeAndre Hopkins, Montgomery. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he did really well. Yeah, he Um, did. You know, um, the Sony Michelle pick, I might actually disagree. Well, I, I'm just going to just disagree with you on that. Um, I think only because I, I dislike Corey Davis even more. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to make an argument for how Tony Michelle was going to push out Daryl Henderson. And... Well, it, it, there is a possibility. Don't okay. get me wrong. Like, I think it's like I wouldn't really say the Sony Michelle pick was necessarily bad. But it is a roll of the dice there. Um, but, I mean, I guess you're in the eighth round. You're trying to find some running back. That might have some uh, traction. But the Corey Davis pick in the ninth round, I, I just don't I, – I didn't really care for that pick. I mean, the Jets are going to be terrible. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, even if you're like the number one receiver for the Jets, that's the what the best, worst – receiver in the league i mean i don't know <laughs> uh there's a, that, that's some of that new math coop I, I don't know if i understand but i'm with you i'm with you i'm tracking yeah. what would you, you give grizz for a grade i actually gave him an a on this i thought it was really solid uh overall and um yeah i mean like if some of that stuff i mean he took michael thomas if that if he comes back and like that pans out he's got a pretty dangerous receiving yeah. core I yeah. mean that would be really dangerous. Hopkins, uh, Hopkins, Woods, Lockett, and uh, like you said, if uh, if he hits, man, whoo, yeah. and Hopkins, man, wow. And I'll say this also, um, Matt, it was Matt Ryan in the fourteenth. I mean, um, if Matt Ryan, he he's not going to be a top five quarterback, uh, but if he can be tenth, you know, ninth or tenth best quarterback. That's pretty good, and, and yeah. he's got the ability to do it. So, um, if as long as Grizz can get like some consistent QB play, he's got a, a very dangerous team. Yeah, and I like Winston in the the round after that because I mean you never know. I mean his last time, if you pick the weeks right, or if you just start them and close your eyes and and know that half the weeks are going to be awful, the other weeks are just like like nitroglycerin. Man, he is just. Um, explosive he throws a pick and then throws a touchdown that's just how he rolls and now he's in new orleans so uh that'll be interesting yeah no no um well let's move on yep 
Uh, six is re- this is the sixth pick. Uh, Magic Mike. Yeah. Um, really good draft. Uh, what did you think? Well, I'm going to start with the bad because we're going to start. We're going to talk about the good for a little bit. Uh, the bad. I just had to pick something random because I. Uh, you gave him an a spoiler alert. Uh, I thought he had a great draft. Uh, but in the 15th round, he picked somebody that none of us had ever heard of, the Atlanta running back. The only reason that maybe I'm wrong about picking this, I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this guy's name, but his last name's Olison. Uh, hmm. The only reason that might be a good pick is we've already been trashing to Mike Davis, so maybe it is a good pick and I'm an idiot. But, I I, I mean, there were still some people we'd actually heard of in the 15th round he could have got. Uh, but really, I, I just needed to pick a bad pick so we could talk about the good pick. Yeah. Seventh round, all of us in the back half of the draft, we needed one more running back, and there was only one more running back that any of us really wanted, and it was Damian Harris for the New England Patriots. Uh, Sonny Michelle's gone. Uh, it's kind of his backfield to win. He might not win it, but in the seventh round, a lot of us were looking for that that one more piece of running back value, and Magic Mike picked him up, man, uh, after getting Chase Edmonds in the sixth. So he got two solid like mid, mid-draft mid running backs right back-to-back. So I really like Damian Harris. I mean, half of us just like were like, no, all at the same time. So uh, I know I, I like to pick a little bit better than you. Why, why, did, why are you not as excited about it? Uh, I mean, like, I think it's a good pick, but I, I will say this, um, Damon Harris, uh, I mean, it's a New England running back. Um, yeah. How many times has uh, have we all said, like, oh, this is the guy that's going to be the, the bell cow for New England, and then it's uh, LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so it's just such a hard, hard backfield to pick uh, I will say this about his whole draft I mean he went uh, you know Devontae Adams and Mahomes the first two picks and we were all wondering if he was going to be able to scramble and make up ground on the running back uh, trail and I think he did uh, with James yeah, Robinson, really uh, Damon Harris uh, Chase Edmonds uh, Daryl Henderson he, you know he, he's got enough to be uh, in the mix and yeah, I, I, overall I like the draft yeah, me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Nice job, Magic Mike. Now, here's one that I think was universally panned. <laughs> it was almost just universally questioned. Like, are we playing the same, you know, like, is the seventh dimensional chess or are you over here playing Teddy Winks? But the sleeper, one word, Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. That's two words. My bad. This, this is – Woo! This is uh, – I'm going to just go ahead and tell you my grade, and that is TB, uh, Tampa Bay, because it's it's boomer bust on Tampa Bay here. I mean, that's all 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 I can say. <laughs> yeah, no, no. To be fair, he started out like great. I mean, I I would have picked who he picked in, at every pick. I like Zeke. I like Mixon. I like AJ Brown. Solid solid wide receiver for Tennessee. I really, you know, in the last year, I was like, man, I need to draft AJ Brown this year. Um, so I like all those picks. Good job. Then you got Mike Evans. Great. That was about the time to pick up Mike Mike Evans. Um, oh, well, actually I would have picked up Godwin then. Like I thought Godwin was higher rated, so maybe that was a little bit stretched, but they normally go back to back. Um, I got Godwin like around later. Uh, then he picked Tom Brady in the fifth round. That's 
That's a reach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the earliest I've seen him go is seventh. I mean, I, I mean, in this league, maybe six. But I mean, anyway, if you thought that was a reach, King Koopa, will you please tell our audience who he picked in the sixth? Whew. Antonio Brown, people, unbelievable. Uh, maybe Sleeper knows something we don't. Um, this is the same Antonio Brown that kind of had a you know mental breakdown and and just kind of faded out of the league and Tampa Bay bought him back and he's I, I mean am I wrong I think he's like the third receiver there isn't he He's definitely the third receiver behind uh Godwin and Evans and uh I, yeah I I'm I'm at a loss uh he, he don't get me wrong I've tried to get Antonio Brown in other leagues but that's like in the like 11th you know I mean I I don't I don't get it. Maybe 10th, uh, Yahoo had him a little high, but six was a, uh, an Uber reach, man. So, um, so he was just all in on uh, Tampa Bay. That was, that was what he was going to do. And, uh, man, I mean, it might work. You got, yeah. you got a stack. You got two out of the three targets that your quarterback's going to be throwing to. Um, and don't, and don't forget Gio Bernard in the 10th. <laughs> Like the third number three running back for Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there, there's a, keep highlighting the red. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All I can say. Ooh. And then uh, let's move on uh, to the eighth pick. Is it the eighth pick? It is the eighth pick. That would be my pick. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah. How about I tell you the ones that I think were good and bad, uh, and then sure. you tell me what you're thinking. All right. So I will say I reached on Darren Waller picking him up in the second because uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kittle made it all the way to, through past me in the third all the way to the 11th pick. So uh, I would have been perfectly happy to have Waller or Kittle, and so I, I definitely missed out on some value in the second round and grabbing mm-hmm. Waller. Uh, I do like, uh, my ninth round pick of Jamal Williams. I think I got, uh, I kind of backed into the starting running back for the lions. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever use them, but at least I don't have to spend a third round pick on Swift. So, uh, I thought that was kind of a sneaky pick. What, what, what jumped out to you? No, I mean, you brought up some good points. Um, you know, uh, Jamal Williams, I mean, you're right. It is Detroit, but I hear, uh, DeAndre Swift has been kind of banged up or nicked up. I, I'm not sure. Uh, so that could be a really good one. I'm I'm very intrigued by your tra- Chase Claypool pick. Uh, I mean, that guy is just a touchdown monster. Yeah, man. Uh, I think um, – and in the second year, I, I'm curious to see what kind of jump he has. Um, and the same could be said about Debo Samuel. Uh, he is um, – when healthy, he is a you know he's a monster on the field. Also, um, my question mark there is his health. You know, will he get banged up? That sort of deal. Um, I do agree with you on the Waller, but and, and for the point you made, like with Kittle coming back around in the third, uh, yeah, you might have been able to squeeze. You know, I'm not sure who you would have picked in the second. Hopefully, you know, uh, but um, you know. You could have gotten some picked up some value on that. Yeah, no, I would have gotten Mixon. Uh, so once again, I like I like sleepers pick there. So uh, yeah, I, I uh, you know some years we have these crazy tight end runs, other years they just kind of go here and there. So um, 
I guess wrong this year, but we'll see how it works out. Definitely. Um, and by the way, I gave you an A plus because what else is there? <laughs> right. Fun fact, I gave you an A plus. We didn't talk about your grade, but uh, A plus to the King Coop. Uh, I think I think both of us are just going to run away with the league this year. Um, I, th- I think so, too. We'll be seeing the commission a lot. So, uh, you know, lock it up. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, next pick was Big Tuna. Whew. Let me tell you, um, it's a very interesting draft he had. Uh, tell me what you like and what you didn't like. Uh, I like uh, th- so this. I'm going to give you one extra one. I like starting out with Kelsey. Uh, he had the ninth pick, and that was the right time to pick him up. We talked about it on the show. Um, zero regrets there. I mean, um, yeah. So good pick there. Uh, my but my my value pick that I thought that he uh, was in the tenth round. He got Marquez Callaway for New Orleans. Yeah, I think this dude's going to be good. He has been just streaking at uh, at uh, you know preseason and practice and stuff. I think he is going to be, uh, he's going to light the league on fire. Uh, he's got Winston throwing him to him. So I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for him to just, uh, blow past, you know, the defense and just get some crazy touchdowns. Um, so I, I love that in 10th round, great value. Hmm. Uh, I agree. I, I think that's a great pick for him. Um, that's one of those players. I, I felt like I wish I had grabbed, uh, maybe like one round earlier or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, dude, I did not like Miles Sanders in the third. I don't like Miles Sanders anywhere, but uh, <laughs> definitely in the third, man. I thought that was way too early. I mean, uh, I would have been looking at him about the same as I was looking at somebody like, uh, you know, uh, Damian Harris or Chase Edmonds, uh, probably lower than Chase Edmonds. So, uh, yeah, third round Miles Sanders, I didn't like that at all. No, I 100% agree, but also I'm going to throw throw another name out there I didn't like, which was uh, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> oh, okay. In the second round, you didn't like that? No, I think um, I'm really concerned about his health. Uh, I don't – you know, i actually been reading reports, you know, he, he's a little – still – I think he's going to be out for the first week. Already, oh, all right. I you sure that wasn't just Grizz blowing smoke? I'm pretty sure I saw s- something more official, but uh, <laughs> how can you get less official or less more official than the Grizz? <laughs> he, he does love the Bears. That's right. Uh, no, but uh, I I wasn't really crazy about the Saquon pick. I would have I put it this way. Um, I was drafting at the end of the second round. I wouldn't have changed one thing about my draft if Saquon was there. Okay. <laughs> he so would have – I would have let him Saquon. sail on by. <laughs> I, I, I will say this, to your point, I was glad that he drafted him so I didn't have to think about it because on the list that I had, they all still had Saquon above other options like Mixon. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I hear you. Uh, so, anyway, glad he got him. Not me. Uh, I don't have to worry about it. What did you, uh, you grade him at? I gave him a C minus. Uh, those running backs, both Sanders and Barkley, for me are really sketchy. Uh, uh, I love Kelsey, but I don't know if he made up enough ground at other positions. Uh, when you take a tight end in the first, you really have to uh, dial in the rest of your draft, and I just don't know if he did that. Yep. All right. Uh, so now we got living the dream. LTD. Uh, 
great friend of the pod. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just jump in real quick. Uh, you mentioned Debo Samuel for me. Uh, I like his uh, compatriot uh, with the 49ers, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I know that something came out that he's a little banged up, but I think he'll be fine. And uh, I think that dude's got a lot of talent and uh, really going to light the league on fire this year. And he got him in the sixth round. So that was value and quality. So nice pick. No, I agree. I, I'm going to also give a shout-out to Austin Eckler in the first. I thought that was a solid pick. I know uh, it's the first round, but I think Eckler could be in, in route for, like, a huge year this year. Yeah, yeah. Eckler, uh, hopefully healthy a whole year, plus Herbert, plus great D equals a lot of points. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, I did not like – it's it's kind of like you and uh, Malcolm Brown – he went and got James Conner again in the seventh round. I didn't get that. Uh, we could probably talk about his draft a little bit. And, uh, you know, I know he was kind of uh, – well, yeah, tell, tell us what was going on in the mindset of LTD in this draft. Oh, man, I wish I could. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not, like, overly crazy about the overall draft. I mean, he did get some good picks here and there. But for me, he does have the stack with – Mark Andrews, Mark Jackson, I love a stack. Uh, but overall, nothing besides the Eckler and the Brandon IU pick, I'm not really – I mean, maybe Diggs uh, and Scary Terry. I, I don't know. Like, something about his draft is not pop for me, you know? It might be the lack of running backs. It could be the lack of running backs because uh, after Eckler – It was James Conner. It's James Conner. Yeah. I don't That's never a good sign. Yeah, it's it's kind of that. I, I don't know. Um, I ended up giving uh LTD uh uh C plus actually in this draft. Uh stay friends, LTD, stay friends. <laughs> yeah, I, I and I, I think he knew he uh he wanted to do a little better and he normally does, and we all know he's gonna kill the waiver wire. So LTD will be back. Do not worry. Uh our great friend of the pod will not go down without a fight. Exactly. All right. Uh, so next one, uh, Los Gatos. Uh, man, uh, there's a lot to say, but I'll just say that I was super jealous of you getting Kittle in the third round with the 11th pick. You waited and got great value. He's definitely going to be one of those top three, top four tight ends, and uh, you don't have to worry about tight end anymore. So uh, nice job there, unless he gets hurt like last year. But he should be fine. No, no, no 49ers ever get hurt, right? Never, never happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, no, I, I agree. George Kittle was in the third was a great pick. Uh uh, I was kind of blown away he got down there to you. I was thinking yeah. about taking him early on in the uh, second um, or, or in the second, third. Right, turnaround. right. Um, myself, but uh, I ended up. Uh, you got your guy, man. You got Pitts in the fifth, man. That's killer. So yeah. uh, it worked out. <laughs> uh, I did not like uh, Stafford, uh, especially in the eighth round. I thought that was a reach. Uh, is Stafford good? Yeah. Are the Rams a good offense? Yeah. Do they are they an epic passing offense right now? No. Uh, so I just I don't like that pick. Well, you know what? I'm just going to say this. Um, I'm going to disagree because there's actually something I'll dislike more on his. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> got me again, man. Woo. I was like, uh, I was waiting for the stats and why I was wrong and why Stafford actually was a genius pick in the eighth round. But no, there's a worse pick. What is it? Uh, I'm just going to say the running backs. <laughs> I do not like, uh, I mean, when you got your best running back by far, in my opinion, is Antonio Gibson. Oh, yeah. And I like Gibson, and I like Gibson in the second, so I, I wasn't hating that, but uh, it falls off after that, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you got – I mean, DeAndre Swift, I, I don't know what's going to happen with him this year. Hey, uh, I got this. I'll trade you Jamal Williams. Give me a call. Exactly. <laughs> Sweet deal. Uh, and Kareem Hunt's got a – it's not bad, but, I mean, you're, you're still in a split backfield with Chubb. I mean – And he, Ch- he, gets, he gets bailed out with freaking Gus Bus. I mean – Gus is a terrible pick, and yeah. you got lucky. I mean, ninth round Gus bus. So, yeah, I mean, uh, and like we were saying before, I mean, I think Gus is going to be kind of more fantasy or go back to being fantasy irrelevant after a couple of weeks. So, right, right. I, I don't know. Um, my grade for old, uh, old Gatos here was S for scoundrel and snake <laughs> taking old gus bus stealing it from a drill and uh, i'm pretty sure he put some wicked voodoo on uh jk dobbins and, and screwed oracle too <laughs> absolutely oh man well uh speaking of drill uh our last pick in the draft uh mm-hmm. i love Najee harris uh picking him at the turn i thought that was the right pick uh i just think the pittsburgh running back is is uh you know even at a rookie you got a great potential so you might as well take your shot this year and uh you know because you might have a third pick in the draft next year um so i, I like Najee harris uh but he did kind of like LTD did he at least he got two good running backs right off the bat. Then he waited until the eighth and ninth round to pick two running backs that between the two of them, I don't know if they're a good running back. And that's the Buffalo Bills backfield of Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I I don't like either of those. No, I agree. Uh, I, I don't know the that backfield being, you know, any good or anything. Um I will say this. Uh, I, I don't think Devin Singletary is as good as David Montgomery. Uh, um, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the whole back Buffalo backfield is just kind of like a little bit of a mess. I And he doubled up on both of them. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, like we were there. We, we all know that was just mainly a uh, trying to mess with, with Gatos, but uh, – I don't know. I mean, it's like the fight for who can have the most mediocre running backs. I don't. I don't know. That's the fight anybody wants to win. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I do love his. Uh, I like the Nick Chubb uh, Najee Harris combo. Um, you know, I'll be curious to see about CD Lamb a little bit. Um, is he going to emerge as being the top dog there in Dallas? Uh, I. Josh Allen is, you know, I, I liked a lot of what's going on with Drills Draft. TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson in the six is a great pick. Yeah, that was that was a great pick. Actually, I probably I probably would eh, maybe I'll choose Hawkinson over Najee, but it's it's very close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the um I think overall he had a really good draft. I think there might have been, you know, you, you can always pick nitpick down there at the end. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure I took James Funk <laughs> out of uh, out of spite. <laughs> hey, uh, Traquan Smith is another one to shout out in the in the in your last pick. I mean, he yeah. might be like Marquez Callaway. I mean, like who knows? You know, one one of these guys is going to blow up. So I love the like the last dart throw. So. I agree. I agree. I actually gave Drill an A minus overall. Uh, I Drill. Yeah, I thought it was a really solid draft, and I think uh, you know you're gonna maybe maybe shock the world. I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get too crazy. Ah, uh, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Well, man, we have covered uh, a ton tonight. Uh, any last thoughts, uh, big stuff, uh, things to be looking forward to ahead of the season? Uh, you know what? I am looking forward to it. There's nothing that really pops out at me, but I am looking forward to the season. Uh, smoking all you guys, like this is going to be unbelievable. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited. This is going to be a great year for Ashen Cup. Um I don't know. Um, what about you? I'm I'm right there with you. We're we're gonna destroy this league, and uh, I just got one more thing to say. As always, uh, we're right and you're wrong. Don't forget it. <laughs>